the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Music affects us and calms our anxiety in, in so many ways. In large part because it, it takes our attention off the challenges and the concerns of this world and directs our attention to He who is our provider and our provision, our hope, our health, our life, our eternity, our everything. How many times have you been moved by music, especially music in worship, as you've listened to the lyrics or perhaps watched someone with the wonderful gift of singing share that experience with you? This is another edition of Study Verse by Verse, and Pastor Leighton Sheely is continuing his look at worship and music on today's edition of our broadcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike Trout. If you'd like to know more about us, we're on the web at highlands.us. This is an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Pastor Leighton Sheely is the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands. And again, the website is highlands.us. We're a nonprofit ministry. We depend upon your prayer support and your financial support. If you're able to share a contribution with us, you can give safely there on the website. That's highlands.us. And now wrapping up this series, here's Pastor Layton. Second Chronicles chapter 5 in the Old Testament tells the story of King Solomon. He created this incredible temple. In fact, it's considered one of the seven wonders of the world in its glory. This was the occasion when he brought together the articles of worship, such as the Ark of the Covenant, the priests, and the musicians. And verse 13 says, Indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For He is good, for His mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud, so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. The presence of the Lord was so powerful, so awesome in that day. You know, when we come together, our desire is to invoke the presence of the Lord in our midst. I'm reminded of a story that my grandpa told me. Dad reminded of me uh, the other night of it. And and, and it was before my grandpa was a preacher. In fact, it was before he was a Christian. He uh, He was a pagan. And uh, he had came, came into San Francisco to make a delivery, and he'd heard about a church, and he decided he'd go check it out for himself. And he sat in the balcony in the farthest corner, and he looked down upon it as the praise began. And as the people came together in one voice, in unity, and the intensity of their worship, he could see... And he didn't know if anyone else could, and that's not relevant. But he could see 
something like a cloud over the people. And it was that vision that revealed to him the reality of God and put within him the desire to have a personal relationship with God. It should be the desire of all believers to come together in in one voice, in unison, to invoke the presence of the Lord. You know, I've heard it said from a few people, and I've heard it through the grapevine, that some people have complained that our church seems overly programmed. That the music is so carefully selected in terms of dynamic and thematic progression, in terms of context, in terms of introducing to the to the message and so forth, and there's not an awful lot of room for individual spontaneity. You know, there's ample opportunity for individual spontaneity. Because every day of our lives, each of us as individuals should spontaneously be giving praises to the Lord. But our primary focus when we come together, our goal when we come together, should be to come together in one voice in unison, unity. Now, music is a very powerful instrument for good or bad. There was several years ago, a college in in Colorado made a study on the effects of music on plants. And so what they did is they exposed some plants to some beautiful, soothing music, probably Mozart. And that music thrived and turned upwards towards the speaker. Now, in an otherwise identical environment, other plants were exposed to acid rock. Those plants turned away from the speaker and died in three days. In fact, they went and studied those plants, and they found that those plants had been destroyed at a cellular level. Sometimes I get a chance to go to Africa, Great America, with my children, and one of the creatures that really interests me, and I'm so impressed by it, is the elephant. This is a massive creature, 12 feet tall and pretty close to it in some cases. Thousands and thousands of pounds. This, this creature is so powerful it can pull trees out of the ground with its trunk. And you know, as impressed as I am with the elephant, I'm even more impressed by the little guy that's guiding him around. Because this elephant could crack him like a twig. When you study some of the cultures where elephants are used as animals of, of, of labor, such as in Africa and Asia, what they will do is they will take a young elephant and they will attach it to a well-driven post and they will subject that animal to a full night of rhythms and drums and noise and cacophony at the loudest possible volumes of their capabilities. And by morning, that massive, powerful animal has lost its willpower. And it becomes a servant or slave of human thereafter. It makes you wonder what's happening to a generation of kids that are subjected to a similar environment. These rock concerts. Now... 
On the contrasting side, music can also be very helpful. You see, in centuries previous, the last two centuries previous to uh, the AMA's model of drug medicine, uh, physicians oftentimes prescribed certain styles of music for mentally disturbed patients and did so with great success. You know, that concept is applied even today. They play a certain style of music in elevators. In fact, oftentimes it's referred to as elevator music, isn't it? Now, why is that? Well, it's because the uh, science has determined that that style of music relaxes those who have a fear of confined space. It relaxes people. You know, music can affect the muscles, the nerves, the flow of bodily fluids such as blood, saliva, lymph. It can influence metabolism, heart rate, pulse. Aristotle observed music represents the passions of the soul. If one listens to the wrong kind of music, he will become the wrong kind of person. Aristotle. The musical combination of melody, harmony, Rhythm and lyric can be a significant influence in our lives, either for good or for evil. Perhaps that's why Paul tells us, Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, Meditate on these things. You know, music that honors the Lord also blesses the people. Such music can calm our fears and, or our anxiety or reduce anger or bitterness. We're living in anxious times. People are concerned. They, they wonder about their job. They wonder about this economy. Is it more and more is revealed how false it is. They wonder about the next earthquake that's been promised. You know, and we come together and we worship the Lord. The music affects us and calms our anxiety in, in so many ways. In large part because it, it takes our attention off the challenges and the concerns of this world and directs our attention to He who is our provider and our provision, our hope, our health, our life, our eternity, our everything. We can turn our attentions away from the anxieties of this world. You know, music is also very powerful in healing as well. Saul had done some things that were displeasing to God, and so God released a distressing spirit upon him. And when this distressing spirit would come, Paul's advisors told him that he should summon a musician. And it was David who was summoned. 1 Samuel 16, 23. So it was, whenever the Spirit from God was upon Saul, that David would take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit would depart from him. Saul would become refreshed. That refers to an emotional healing. 
He would become well. That refers to a physical healing. And the distressing spirit would depart. That refers to a spiritual healing. Emotional, physical, spiritual healing. Music for praise, music for worship, music for healing, a gift from the Lord. You're listening to a broadcast, a daily visit from Pastor Leighton Sheely at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno called Study Verse by Verse. And we've just wrapped up this particular series dealing with worship and music. And you can find the entire message on the website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Just click on the messages link there on the homepage and the archives will be available to you. I'm Mike Trout. This outreach is listener-supported. You can join with us financially if the Lord enables you to do that and give safely on that website, again, highlands.us. And when you're there, click on the contact link and let us know that you listen. That would be a great encouragement. And share the fact that we're on the air at this same time, Monday through Friday, with your friends. Have a great rest of your day, and join us again when we'll next open the Word of God and study verse by verse.